Hi, everybody. It's time again for the Mikey and Al podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. And I'm Mike. <laughs> we got Mike here today. Mike is a 20-year veteran of the police force. And first of all, I guess prior to that, we just want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, uh, Empire Original Designs. That's right. They uh, do challenge coins, and they are the best at it. They do everything, challenge coins, pins, patches, bottle openers, whatever you need. Please reach out to them at jointheempire.com. Mike, thanks. You have a great voice for that. I appreciate that. Really, man. When you're Uh, rattling them off, it was like you've been their spokesperson forever. Thanks for joining us today. Mike, we want to give you this coin. It's going to be valuable at one point, uh, maybe about a thousand years from now. But it does have, uh, it's got Mikey and I. Uh, It's a good flip coin. So if you ever want a flip challenge, sure. we'd like to present you with that. And thanks yeah. for joining us today, man. Double-headed. Yeah, absolutely. No Thank worries, you. man. Thanks Shit. for coming in. Thanks, bro. Sure. You got it. So just to get into it, um, so you, you retired cop. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to be a cop in the first place back back in the day? So it's it's pretty much like your your typical kid growing up. You see a cop, you become enamored, and it just stuck. Pretty okay. Much. So um, whether I was, you know, a little kid with my parents and, you know, we're at McDonald's and I see a cop online, I'm just sitting there kind of staring at him, minus the drool. It could have been, I really don't know at this point anymore. Yeah. Um, what was it, that they're a figure of authority or that they are uh, they keep justice? Or? You know what, Mikey, it was just, I was just enamored with the whole concept. I mean, you'd see a cop car, you know, doing 100 miles an hour, flying down the street, lights and sirens. Yeah. Sure, seems pretty exciting, like, right? Right. I mean, that I'm, shit does sound cool. I'm sure if I was a Dalmatian, I would have chased it. But, <laughs> but I wasn't fast enough. So, uh, you know, ever since then, and then and then it kind of built. You know, as I got older, I kind of started getting into the cop shows. Right. You know, watching Miami Vice. Now I'm dating myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. And I just... Everything about it just kind of interested me, just that whole adrenaline aspect. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and lie to you guys. I wasn't thinking, yeah, I really want to help people one day. You know, I got I was, it, yeah. You're being honest. You know what? I, I think that's great. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm sure a lot of you hear that bullshit all the time. Oh, I do, wanted yeah. to help the community and all that. No. Yeah, the yeah. Superman speech. Yeah. 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 I really, that wasn't my, my thing. You know, I, I was just really just taken by... You know the action and, and what they did, and you know we're gonna go out there and catch the bad guys and do this and do that. So I mean, and it's stuck. Um, you know, I, I went down a couple of other avenues, right? You know, growing up and going to school, but you know, gotcha. I, I kept myself out of enough trouble or, or didn't get caught. You know, to where I could afford myself the opportunity to you know finally make good on my dream. Oh, I think that's awesome. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you but, almost made yourself. Were you kind of into juvenile problems, kind of you know, uh, like troubled I mean, youth? I don't want to say. Yes, but sure. <laughs> yes. Well, they say that the, yeah. you know, the criminals make the best cops, right? Hey, I mean, I mean, you, they do say that. I've heard that. Heard that. Heard that. Listen, the, the thing about police work, and we'll, you know, we'll have plenty of time to touch on it. Um, yeah. If you don't go in there with the same mindset, if you if at some point you don't think like a criminal, yep. this job will eat you alive because you just can't get by on the laws alone and knowing what's right and wrong to be successful. Right. You have to know, you know, what people are going to do. Like you have to kind of expect it, and it's going to save your ass one day. 
Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. so give us an idea back then. Like, what was the academy? So you go, how, what's the process of being a cop now? I mean, back then versus now, or has it changed? Or do you, I'm assuming you still have friends who probably nowadays yeah. sort of, you know, fresh into the, uh, into the force versus mm-hmm. what you had to go through. So what, you know, what changed in the dynamics of, of, of when you had to go through it versus now, you think? Well, pretty much back then. Yeah. You know, from, from what I could tell you guys, it was more clear cut. You went to school, you obtained your uh, associate's degree or your degree or 60 college credits. Okay. That would make you eligible to take the test, okay. right? You took your test, you got your score. And right. then from there, you went to the agency that was going to hire you and they'd send you through the academy. Okay. Pretty clear cut. Yeah. Nowadays, there's so much politics involved and it's kind of... I you got to know somebody? Yeah. Or you have to abide. See, I it's, Yeah, it's kind of like, and I, I mean, it's kind of hard to say, but like the whole job, the whole dynamic has changed. Yeah. Right? So that. even the way yeah. people like, so if you, so this is actually a fact. If you fail for the NYPD, if you fail the test, mm-hmm. you could actually take the test again and you could actually take it online at home. Really? Right. So, so just shit, enter as often that. as you as you'd like. Uh, kind of I'm not it's sure. Like how many, signing up for college, uh, you can take the test online. Holy shit, that's yeah. crazy! Yeah. And I mean, I remember way back before I got hired up here, uh-huh. I was down at one PP, one you know, one police plaza. Um, I was going through the process, and I'm sitting there in a room, and there's other guys there, like wearing like, you know, hoodies and like sweatpants and sneakers, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, this is an interview. Uh-huh. Now I'm starting to sweat more, and I'm in a suit that already didn't fit me. So oh, I'm already yeah. uncomfortable, and now I'm starting to really feel the heat, so to speak. And starch like, is rubbing the skin. And I'm like, <laughs> shit, I'm like, what, like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> these guys, are gonna, they're going to back me up one day. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it kind of started. They kind of right. got a little lax, but, you know, I mean, we are where we are now. And, I mean. Uh, I, I thought you looked yeah. familiar. Yeah. I was <laughs> One of those guys in the sweatpants. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 you don't look for me. So I will, I will tell you a quick story. Um, so I did meet you before. Oh, so Ooh, this is where a little bit of cold. It's probably hits. bad. Exactly. Like an asshole. We know Mike's history. No, 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 no. It, it was, it was, it was a pretty cool, um, you know, engagement, but so I'm with a bunch of buddies of mine and we go right up to the poorhouse on 17 K. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, great dive. Oh, yeah. One, one of, I mean, it was, it was I used to of, take mystery pills there. Well, it was, it <laughs> was, it was, it was one of those patient. places where, like, you have to wipe your feet on the way out. Oh, yeah. Oh, a, yeah. That's but, a nice one. You know, but, I mean, it was one of, like, it was, you walked in there, and it had one job, and, and that was it. So, yeah. um, a few buddies walk in, and I met up with them. It was, like, 11, 12 o'clock, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walk over to the bar, and... You know, one of the guys had mentioned, hey, you know, Mikey from OCC is here. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And it was right at the height. I mean, the show was, like, on fire. Like, molten lot. Like, you guys were. Molten hot. Yeah, Bam. It was, was somebody. Yeah. So, um, getting, getting, and I was going to go over and kind of just blow say. jobs, all that kind of shit <laughs> over stuff, there. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I, had, I had money. Yeah. Go so ahead. I was yeah. going to go over and, and just, you know, say hi and, and just kind of commend you and be like, you know, do you want a beer or whatever? Oh, um, thank you. But you were sleeping in a bowl of popcorn. Oh yeah, yeah, that was me. That was me. So I heard on the side of caution. It's like you know what? I'm gonna let him be. We're good. That was nice. We're yeah. good. Maybe I'll see him another time. Oh, okay. Here we are, man. There we go. Um, but the the cool part about that night, aside from from seeing you, was uh, you were hanging out with the guys from Jackass. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah Ryan Dunn. Oh, yeah. No longer with us. Yeah. And you so know what's crazy? Other guys there. I don't know anything about this fucking story, Mike. You've uh, never mentioned well, that shit no ever. there was no Johnny Knoxville or... It was like the guy, the, the It was still the Ryan Dunn. The, he's very, very... I know, Until this now. day, I didn't know that. So yeah. Ryan Dunn was with Mike. So it was it was Ryan Dunn. Um, so it was it was it was kind of crazy because I you know I started I went up to you mm-hmm. you weren't available so I left and then all these guys from Jackass were there and I'm like what the fuck is going on well wait like, a minute when you oh, say yeah. he wasn't available well, well was okay out. let's let's get let's get a little well, down was, was there like a, a less, less than lucid was <laughs> <laughs> out and how about Ryan Dunn? Was he sitting right next? To him? He's like, uh, so they were all, they were all kind of like around the bar, all standing up, all like you know, going drinking, having a, they were having a good time. That was about it. So he was that there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rab himself was there. Rab, yeah, yep. And just he took a shit while running at full speed. <laughs> they did a, they did a lot of things at full speed. So um, so that was that was quite a you know a, a funny night. Yeah, that, that was yeah. the one and only time that I actually saw you in person. Yeah, uh, now I'm remembering that. Uh, earlier in the evening, I think the people, the, the, uh, locals over in Montgomery wanted to beat him up. Did they? Yeah. Cause they're on jackass. Those guys, like people get drunk and want to beat the shit out of them. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of starstruck. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Yeah. 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 So wait a minute. Strike. I'm still not clear. So it was Mikey, Ryan Dunn and who? Uh, Rab, Rab himself. himself. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So All now, right. if you know the, like the crew, like these guys were like, yeah, yeah, the, the sure. nucleus, like you know, Johnny Knoxville had his, you know, his time in the sun and all this. Sure, stuff. sure. And um, you know, Bam was the you know, the other the guy. Of course, yeah, yeah. Funny. You know, but these guys, if you really watch the show, like you're like, holy shit, these guys are the real deal. So it was kind of yeah. cool, you know. It was it was a, it wasn't quite a staged, you know, reaction, but it was no. it was still fun. I think yeah, that's cool. awesome. And I, I tell everybody, you know, some version of that story whenever it, it comes up. So it's well, great, man. Yeah. I'm well, glad no. I could be passed out for to, it. To, wait a minute, but to get I to I might a, have ruined the story, you know, <laughs> if I were awake, you know. Just to get to a backdrop, because I got to tell you, Mike is very humble. There's some, I mean, I've known Mike for years now, and, and you know, we've talked about a lot of, uh, you know, uh, famous people that Mike's, you know, came across. But he always amazed me, because it's always like he always forgets, like, hundreds of people that he's... You know that uh, yeah, everybody knows, and he's like, oh, I for- oh yeah, I forgot yeah. it. I was, uh, I, I, it was in a private jet with, uh, you know, Stephen Tyler and all that. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it, I think it, you forget that stuff. Yeah. I mean, so let me ask, that. okay, you Mike. Know, so like, how did Ryan, how did the Ryan Dunn come? Um, since you brought it up, Mike, how did the Ryan Dunn thing? Um, yeah, well, he wanted to get a bike built. Okay, and, and cool. he actually got one built. Okay, gotcha. And it was a stripped down kind of thing. I don't think we did it on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't think he wanted to spend that much money. Right. I think we were fetching quite a dollar at that uh, point. Oh, okay. But I think he made like an appearance on the show and then picked up his bike. And he just wanted a stripped down chopper that was sort of, uh, what do you call it, like primer? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, but a really nice guy. It's a shame what happened with with, with that guy. Um, I but, think it was like a year later yeah, that he ended up yeah. getting into the, the accident. So that was, well, yeah. Good story. Yeah. So, Mike, I'm very so, sad. Yeah, yeah very sad. sad. Yeah, tra- so, it's tragic. Really so, is. in terms of um, being a, a cop, mm-hmm. when you go through the academy, what happened? It, it, I always wondered when you go through the academy, how do you do? You become you always see the beat cop. You know, you're the guy with the oh, stick, yeah. and then you're like, you know, we're gonna bust you down to a beat cop and that kind of shit. So, what do you really? Yeah, is it like start? Police Academy, the movie? Yeah, so, that's what I was just know, thinking. Yeah, yeah, like is that. there a peephole where you look? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, 
there's there's like this this like long running comic strip where it says like you know what I think I do, what my mom thinks I do, what my friends think I do, right. what I really do. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. So when you said police academy, it's, that's really funny because uh, there's a little bit of that. It's there, one huh? of those you know snippets where it's like you know my mom thinks I'm like you know Superman standing on top of the Empire State that's Building. I'm yeah. You know, and then uh, you know my friends think I'm out there and I'm you know kicking guys on the ground and cuffing them up yeah. and then you know just you know book them, get them out of here, and then. You know what I really do, and there's a picture of like Tackleberry or like, you know, Steve Guttenberg's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mahoney. I, I, yeah, Mahoney. Right. So I'd have Mahoney. to say, I mean, with all the respect to, to police work, I think it's a combination of everything. Yeah, okay. It really is. It's it's a serious job. I mean, some days are just a comedy of errors. Other times, your ego can be out here. Sometimes you're humbled faster than you could say the word. Gotcha. You know, so okay. it's like you really don't know. It, it truly is so unpredictable. Like you really, I don't really think you could break it down to, you know, unless that's what you want to do. If you just know you want to be a cop because you want right. the benefits, you want to retire and you want to be a B cop and take your nightstick and hit, you know, hit the, the fence. Right. You're going to do that. Gotcha. But if there's other things that you want to do, you're always going to afford yourself that opportunity. Okay. Mm. Um, so um, going back real quick to touch on the academy. Right. So my academy experience was kind of, Weird, um, and I say that because I was the nine eleven class. Okay. Oh wow. So okay. we yeah, my academy started uh, August fifth of two thousand and one. Okay. And just a few short weeks later, I mean, this country was turned inside out. Sure. So oh, yeah. all of Jeez. our drill instructors, aside being all sworn personnel, they were also military. Wow. So they all got pulled. And they were going off, going off. Whether they were right. going to Afghanistan, if they were going here, so we basically had almost nothing. We had to police ourselves. We had to do uh, most of our own PT. We had to make sure all of our. Sh- I mean, there was nobody really to keep us in line. Gotcha. Um, so it was kind of, it was a weird, weird experience. The first day you're there, and you know the drill instructors come bar like literally kick the door down, you know, to your classroom. They're turning all your gear, you know, inside out. You know, your, wow. your mom makes you a peanut butter and jelly. It's on the ground. It's flattened. Sort of uh, like a full metal jacket kind of a vibe. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's wow. exactly how it was. Yeah. That's um, a wake-up call. Right? Pretty much is. So, you know, I mean, the academy, like, their job is to is to break you break down. Break you down. Yep. And to build you back up. I got you. So that's what, you know, they were going for. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, bullshit you guys. I'm sitting there. and this like, fuck you. Oh, you're nothing. You're not you're nothing. Right you're in your face and shit, spitting yeah, at you. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, I mean, full on. Holy shit! What did I just get myself into? Now, do you see some guys yeah. that just fade and they're just like, ooh, flower down? Like, oh yeah. Fuck this. Oh yeah. We had. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's always a couple. Uh, like, fuck this. I'm going to home. Yeah, just shrink. I'm gonna go home and play some like, fucking oh, yeah. Xbox. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Slink away I after know, you shrink right? down. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like shit. I should have been a fireman. Fuck this. Oh, he's hitting. He's hitting the fireman. I'm just He's saying. The fi- I'm, okay, I'm we just saying. we do not say so that. There's always a competition, no, right, between it, it, firemen and and, and, and and when I say that, it's a healthy competition. Of course, sure. You know, I have yeah, so yeah. many friends at work. You know, a buddy of mine works at Vinegar Hill in the Bronx in one of the houses. He's a great. I, I mean, listen, we're all trying to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're all trying to keep the order. Shit burns down. We still got to be there. I mean, the job. I mean, obviously, we know you know the hazards and what it can do. So, of course. I mean, the, the the love and the respect is always going to be obviously, there. So, obviously. But you know, we're going to snap towels. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's gonna happen, you know. So. Well, that's yeah. the. Com- I think the camaraderie is probably one of the coolest things about being, and you know, I don't whether it be a, a cop or a fireman, right? You know, the back and forth that you get to, uh, you know, 
companion. You get to meet friends and sure. build Very a whole network, lot. right? Yeah, There's always sort of a brotherhood, absolutely. right? Absolutely, brother. It really is. A That's the word I was looking for, brother. I'm uh, so, network. Yeah, I, I just like fucking me. babbled for a minute, but. <laughs> Anyway, it's more, um, it's more of a way of life. Yeah, really I think is. that's awesome, man. So, yeah. so you went through the academy, mm-hmm. um, and you were based out of what uh, Manhattan, or no, so you came straight up uh, uh, up to the Hudson Valley area, or yep, my academy was uh, in Rockland County. Okay, and then so at that time, the the Rockland Academy was pretty much it was training cops from everywhere. I even had guys in my class from. Um, the Brooklyn and Bronx DA's office. Gotcha. So it all depended on where they wanted to send you. Obviously, okay. if you're going to be with the NYPD, they're going to send you just to their academy alone because it's a completely different, you know, it's a different animal. Sure. So, um, but that's, that's, you know, that, that's who, where I was. And then, um, I came up here and I found myself in the, in the thick of it. Okay. And, uh, you know, this place definitely did not disappoint from day one. So you were a cop in Newburgh, mm-hmm. city of Newburgh. Oh, so bam! You're just bam. right a, a newbie, right a probie coming right out of school, and More bang! Else, you're, yeah. you're you're right into pretty much the <laughs> yeah. most crime, right? Oh, that maybe <laughs> pretty P- much Poughkeepsie an Hudson Valley, yeah. Right? Or, yeah. Okay, so um, I was gonna say, yeah, hut. I mean, go ahead. Mike. No, no, tell us a little bit no, about I'm, that, man. Exactly. Yeah, geez. Uh, let's see. I mean, I have. I mean, I would say that stories are pretty infinite. I mean, no, I was going to say, because yeah. when you're in Newburgh, oh, yeah. so you're sitting there, it's I mean, you're deal. in your car, and you got your whole cop uniform on and shit like that, and then you get, what do you go, what's the call, uh, give us the various calls, like, I mean, if you get something over the line, okay, it's a 211 coming in. Yeah, what uh, was the first thing to make you, like, uh, exactly. uh, think twice about the job? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. So, you're I, like, you know what, fuck this, uh, I should have, um, day one of the academy, yeah, you know, but, um, so, this is a, tr- a true story, um. My very first day, right, I'm with my field training officer, and he was just, I mean, a mountain of a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, 6'7", oh. 290 pounds. I mean, he's just a big boy. That's boy. a big man. You know, he, yeah. he's a big dude, and he recently just, thank God, he retired uh, last year, I think it was, or the year before. But I'm with him, and, uh, you know, I mean, when I tell you straight out of the gate, so we leave the station, and I, pr- I think it was first in Lander, we ended up going to a domestic. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I'm looking around, you know, I'm like, yeah. all right, well, here we go. You know, starting to get a little sweaty, whatever. And uh, we're sitting there interviewing the, the woman and her and her husband had gotten into it. No big deal. And I'm like, all right, you know, it's not, it's not that bad. Right. I, I, I could do this. You know, I'm, I'm city Newburgh cop. Nobody's going to fuck with me. Right. <laughs> yep. Here I am. Yeah. Lo and behold, out of the corner of my eye, I see something fall. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm just, I'm probably just seeing shit. I'm tired. What, I, you know, I'm on, I'm on sense overload. Yeah. yeah. Then I see something else fall. And then I happen to look up and now there's rocks, a cinder block. Why? So my partner looks at me and he goes, come over here. I'm going to introduce you to airmail in the city of Newburgh. So what they would do is they would see people be, you know, being interviewed. They'd see us on the street. Uh-huh. They just heave shit at us <gasps> all day. Really? That's all that, that was just one Small aspect Holy of what they do. Shit. So, horrible. So <laughs> it's horrible. Like it, I mean, it's not funny. That's not funny, but it's funny now because we can sit here and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Sure. Um, you know, Unless you I'm, get hit by a fucking cinder block in sure, fucking yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, I may want to rethink this yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so. job opportunity. So, um, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, people are really that savage? You know, I mean. Yeah, firing a can of Campbell's soup down, hitting yeah. you in the corner of the head now or something. What, uh, 
what do you since you're interviewing a domestic dispute mm-hmm. and you see shit like that now do you have to address that upstairs too do you, or do you just fucking you go so uh, let's just you know yeah we're gonna the car up and get the fuck out of no, here i mean there's been plenty of times where we, you know we've done that yeah, yeah, yeah it's just it's not worth it mm-hmm. look stay away from him stay away from her i'm out of here yeah One of those, i mean yeah, you, you yeah. can't do that now but right. um so, you know, we would, we would make sure our safety was paramount because the number one job is to go home at night, yeah. right? Yeah. Minus all the, you know, the, the pomp and circumstance and all the shit that comes with the job. Right. Um, so, you know, we would call another unit to come and assist us and say, listen, this is what we got. We're out on a domestic, but we have some complications. and need you to address it for us. Just yeah. keep the scene safe. And that's basically what we would do unless it would all go to shit. Gotcha. Which happened on more than one occasion. Yeah. So, wow. um, so what? I'm curious, is there a certain time of day, like at min- is it midnight to four that you're like, oh shit, this is going to go south? Yeah, yeah, like, or is it like, you know what I mean? Is I always it witching hour? About, or yeah, is it, is it like, yeah, so, or it's a Friday and Saturday night, I guess, are probably the most fucked up days. Sunday night, maybe? Yeah, right, you, listen, Sunday you, night. you guys would think that, right? Like you can kind of gauge it and, and be like, it's going to be so busy tonight. I don't know what to do, but it, you, the thing about this place being the animal that it is, is that you cannot gauge when the crime is going to occur. Right. Like, you mm. can't put a time on crime. And that's what everybody sure. would say. So, yeah. I mean, you would come in on a Friday night. Yeah. The waterfront is just, it's, it's just live. It's yeah. just going crazy. And you're yeah. like, it's going to be so fucking busy. This is crazy. Yeah. And nothing would happen. You'd get, okay. like, a drunk call, and that was it. Right? Yeah. Then Sunday, wow. Sunday afternoon, you know, you get four shots fired, calls on Farrington, you get a guy laying on the ground with his head blown apart. Holy you know, shit. you get another call for a DOA, but they think it's suspicious. Then you get a pursuit, and then you get shots fired, and then you get this. You get, I mean, you're like, it's fucking Sunday afternoon wow. in June. What is going on? Yeah. So you really can't, because I worked midnights here. I worked day shift. I did the third shift, which is the 3 to 11. And, you know, I mean, nobody here in Newburgh really gets up before 12. So there's like <laughs> yeah. kind of that, there's kind of that lull. Yeah, yeah. But then once, you know, they're up, I mean, that's it. Yeah. And it's just an uh-huh. absolute free-for-all. And, I mean, even from walking into the apartments, you have to watch yourself. Yeah. I mean, they'll put, or they at least they used to, they would put razor blades on the handles. Come on. So really? You, so you can't catch your balance. They'd, they'd, oh. they'd piss on them. So now if they cut you, you were going to get pretty sick. Holy they, shit. They take I the cable wires. That. Boy, that's crafty. I got to say, man, I could never yeah. come up with we that. We do want to say this is the city of Newburgh. <laughs> not all of Newburgh. Not town. Please tell us no. it's not the town, but I mean, no, it is the uh, town it's a city. Uh, there's that the ci- yeah, there's a different line. Line. There's an imaginary is. line. Yeah. But that's insane. I would have never known that they. Yeah. How crafty is that? Which is fucking demented that you're putting. Sure, yeah. Like, Whenever you know, someone thinks of something, I haven't really. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but that's what I'm. And I think that's fucked up. Man. Yeah, that's it like, is. Uh, and that's what I'm telling you. Like, you have to really kind of think like they think right. you're like, all right, how are they going to try to kill me today? You oh, know, my like, God. We would get into foot pursuits like in the alleyways and we knew what they would do. They take all the old cable wires and they'd set them up so you wouldn't see them. They duck when they run. But to a rookie cop or somebody who didn't know the area, you're going to get clotheslined. You're going to wow. you're going to lose your head. And you're not going to be able to chase them anymore. It's like you're running into a, like a web of, of cable. Holy no, booby trapped. Exactly. 
Totally. Huh? Yeah. So, I mean, that's this is like Vietnam shit. That's, that's you know horrible. What I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Well, I mean, but there wow. Was, so, so you I'm, you've seen some you've seen some dismantled. Uh, I've seen some shit. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy, I, man. Yeah, um, and I've been <sighs> I've been in different units. Yeah. So I mean, I've been full time SWAT. Um, I've been on the Marine unit. I was in the gang unit. Okay. Um, I did narcotics, so mm-hmm. I I pretty much got to see a lot of the other things that like this fucked up world has to offer sure now is it is it is it are there like repeat guys that you probably you know you always see you you, Mm -hmm. like on the uh, on the tv they know him by name they're like okay we're gonna go see johnny because johnny larry over there is crazy (laughs) watch out for him he's always there he's always there and uh uh, but we'll go talk to larry because he's our uh um informant or some shit like that you know yeah yeah, yeah, tax cops and he's kind of an informant yeah Yeah, yeah, he's like a balance there sort of like what's on the starsky and hutch the the the, the newer one where uh snoop dog was the fucking uh huggy bear huggy bear like a huggy is like a huggy the, bear the remake, the remake. right like a huggy bear and you know, we're gonna talk to huggy bear he knows everybody he knows yeah, everything about man. what's going yeah. on with everybody I mean, listen if you're in we tune, don't want to know the guy because <laughs> but i'm saying yeah if uh if you're in tune to the streets and yeah. you're re- like you really like you you know your job you're, yeah Absolutely. You're going to wow. see people and you're like, fuck, you know, there goes, you know, Joe Williams, like, yeah. you know, there goes so-and-so. I know exactly what he's doing and I'm, I know what he's going to do. Like you, you, you figure people wow. out you, and you deal uh, with yeah, them yeah. so much. You know, yeah. I, could, I could drive up Broadway right now and still see people and be like, yeah, I recognize him. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, I know your dad, I knew your grandmother. Like it's, it's crazy. crazy. That's, you know? that's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. That's 20, a good insight. Cause 20 I years though, huh? Yeah. 23. Um, how did the, how did the game change during COVID? So, COVID, it fucked everybody up, including us. Um, obviously, there was a lot more medicals to go to. Um, I mean, I remember, so when COVID hit, I was actually in Spring Valley. I was no longer in Newburgh. But Spring Valley was just, I mean, it was along the same lines as here, except it wasn't as brutal, and the guys weren't so hard. They were more soft. Okay. You know, like they didn't really... They weren't going to come out in broad daylight and just spray an AK and then go back to bed. Like right. It just, it wasn't like that. Okay. I got you. you know, they're, That's good. They're yeah. all wearing brand new Jordans because their parents bought them for them and they didn't have to hustle to get them. Mm. I got you. You know what I mean? So it was different on that aspect. So back to COVID, um, you know, I remember going out and there was an apartment complex right across the street from the police station, which was in a, uh, a shopping plaza, which was kind of strange. Right. And, um, you know, I literally remember sitting there, and this is when COVID very first hit. So we didn't have any masks because Ooh, okay. we just didn't have them. They every, yeah. everything got handed out. If you didn't have one, you didn't have one, and that was it. I got you. So you had to kind of keep your distance. I mean, you, what were you going to do for somebody inside anyway? Yeah. Let the medics take care of it. But I mean, we had Tyvek suits. I mean, we, we walked in there like it was the final scene of ET. You know, trying to do wow. our job and, and, and yeah. navigate. But I remember sitting there and. There's people in Tyvek suits coming out, you know, with the, the big, you know, rebreathers and shit like you'd see in the movies, you know, like Space Odyssey. Yeah, man. And uh, they're wheeling out gurneys. Just really? Like, oh. like, I mean, like two, three a day. And you're thinking to yourself, holy shit, like, this is really, like, this is what a time to be alive. Yeah. You know, and yeah. on top of COVID, you still had crime and you still had all the bullshit that you had to take care of. Do sure. you think crime, uh, did crime stable uh, even go, because... I wonder if if I was a criminal, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking, when I use COVID in my favor, I'd be like, listen, 
come close to me. I got COVID. I'm going to spit. I'm going to spit on you. It's that or the shit. fact like, that they're wearing you know masks, what I mean? so you can't really positively identify anybody when their nose. Yeah, and, well, that's true covered, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, was there people? Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, you know, did people try to? Did did crime sort of continue up on the uptrend? It was fucking, you know, did people use it to their advantage. Which is fucked up, but I'm just yeah. curious. I mean, they, they did. I mean, you know, mm. des- desperate times, right? Yeah. So pretty much what people did was every every flyer that we got of a suspect that was either breaking into a house or doing something I got caught on camera, yeah. of course, he's wearing a mask. Oh, of course. So you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't recognize, couldn't recognize anybody. Him. I'd see yeah. somebody walking down the street like, oh, that's the guy that committed the homicide the other day. Like, how can you tell? It's like, same mask. Uh, just, being, just being a dick. You know, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I can't, I don't know who these people are, but crime, it hit an immediate low. But then as soon as it kind of started to become like, because, you know, we all have short memories. Yeah. As soon as COVID was like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to do this anyway. It yeah. started to pick up again. I think people so. sort of get, uh, you know, they 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 understand the search, uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Then they start to maneuver around it and try to get, you know, try to use it to their advantage. They adapt, oh, yeah. they adapt to it. Of course. Um, Utilize you, it. Yeah. What, would you... Seeing what's going on with cops today, which Mike and I touched base on prior to you, uh, you know, being here. I mean, you know, you see so many things going on with cops uh, being disrespected. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw this immigrant thing, you know, cops being beaten and that kind of shit. Yeah. Would you be a cop today? Uh, if you had to do it all over again, or would you recommend your family member to be a cop or would you, what's your thoughts on that? No way. No, absolutely. No way. in hell. <laughs> see, really? No way. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Nope. It, and the, the reason the, everything has changed so much, I mean, everybody knows, right. And sure. everyone thinks that they're above the law. Right. Everybody thinks that they have all these rights. And, and something that I've always said in my career was somebody was like, yo, I know my rights. I was like, but you don't know your wrongs, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing wrong. Like, right. that's great. But like back then you can like get on the level with somebody. You can talk to them. I mean, listen, if you had to get physical with somebody, you did, but it was mutual. Yeah. And when I say by mutual, like if somebody knew that they fucked up bad yeah. and they knew what was coming, they knew it wasn't going to be like, hey, I just need you guys just come over here real quick. I just, yeah. I just need to handcuff you and we'll figure, no, it wasn't like that. You knew it wasn't like that. Right, right, right. Um, you know, but now it's like you almost have to look over your shoulder every time you do your job. It's, it's, it, it, I, again, it just seems like that in the media and all that kind of stuff, what's going yeah. on. You yeah. have cops, you know, getting arrested, thrown in jail, I mean, mm-hmm. to, to try to do their job. And then there's this, you know, there's a whole... I hate to say it, there's a whole racial element going on there and all this kind of stuff. There's so many different variables there. It's very, very difficult, I think, uh, for a cop to do their job. But it's, I remember when we... fair. Yeah, be fair. Firm. But when we were growing up, I mean, Mike and I talked about this too. When a cop said something to me, I didn't question it. I was like, fuck it. I mean, he's a cop. You know, it's what he, you know, it was, it was, it was a, it was a given that's and now it's like, and I I watch these Facebook things, you know, even when, on a on a on a stop, you pull over a car, they're like, nope, I'm not getting out of the car, fuck you, I'm not rolling up the oh, window. Oh yeah, here, talk to my lawyer. <laughs> exactly. My dad has this lawyer on retainer. Yeah. That's that's exactly how it is. <laughs> is that really how it is? Holy I mean, shit! Listen, if 
I mean, if, if half of the things that I had experienced back then uh-huh. happened now, it would have been a different ball game. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. would have. I mean, I've, let's see, in the time that I was here, I was shot at twice. Oh, um, that's got to be something. I had a, uh, a, a foot pursuit with a guy. He actually had the gun in his hand. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff. I mean, I'm picking buckshot, uh, you know, out of my hair. Oh, you know, I mean, because that, that's how close it was. Sure, having to run down a a, a perp with a um, yeah, with, yeah. with a firearm in his hand. And right, right see, I'd on, go the other way. Yeah, right on city yeah. terrace. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. you know, drummed out. I was, yeah, I was working narcotics, and I had to go ID a guy, and I jump out Broadway and city terrace, and I go, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm like, what's your name? I knew exactly who he was. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, man, what, you know, what's your name? I just got to ask you a question real quick. I was like, you know, about yesterday, not a big deal. Yeah. He takes off. I, I start chasing him, and his right hand comes up, and he's got a loaded forty-five right in his hand. So he makes his way up to William Street, and they were doing construction at the time, renovating, and he ends up disappearing, and we ended up getting him the next day. He was walking on the street like nothing had happened. Really? Yeah. Just trying to act like nothing happened? Like George, George going back yeah. into work, you yeah. know, like he didn't whatever. get fired? He's like, no, he's like, nobody saw me. He's like, whatever, but everybody saw him. I knew, yeah. who, you know, we knew who he was, yeah. but, you know, it's like, you know, little things like that. You know, it's just, it's it's crazy. I had a, uh, I stopped a car. I was working narcotics. A car right on, um, on uh, was it William by um, 9W? Uh-huh. And I go to get out. I go to talk to the guy, and I'm just like, hey, bro, I'm like, let me get your license. And he takes off, and he made it about 200 feet, and he's crossing the intersection, and an oil tanker happens to be coming at the exact same time. No. And it was like a like a movie. Yeah, like it it literally crushed him, and he stuck underneath the oil tanker. Oof. You know? Jeez. I mean, it's just... And then what? you got to file a report, right? I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You're part of the whole thing. It's not like you yeah. just walk away like the rest of us. Like, that is that a guy's good, definitely good. You know what? I mean, that's fucking horrible, but yeah. that is a good thing. Is it really? You got to really file a report? You yeah. see that on TV. Well, do I don't want to file the report. I guess, you know? Yeah, do you? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it's almost like, have you, seen, and paperwork? have you ever seen the other guy with Will Ferrell and, yeah. uh, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, he's like, okay. Right. And they're like, okay, who wants to file the report? Mark, uh, and fucking Will Ferrell's like, I'll do I it. I love paperwork. <laughs> I love paperwork. Yeah. Is there, I mean, you got to do a lot of that shit too? Yeah. And that's like one of the downers, like with your adrenaline dump, is yeah. because you're in the shit and you're like, you're just going 100 miles an hour and you're just, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, get him, do this, you know, whatever. And you're going batshit crazy. And then it, after everything kind of settles, you're like, fuck, I got to do like a four page report now. Wow. And you're like, oh, so, you know, I mean, as time so goes, okay. you kind of pick and choose like how active, like. And yeah. you have to do the report right away. When in doubt, fill it out. Okay, now, does okay. it really help? All adrenaline. It, it, mm-hmm. If adrenaline there's somebody pumping on, while if, you're trying to type. Yeah, right. I, I forget half the shit because your adrenaline is going crazy and you're like, wait, did I? Oh, so, you know, thank God there was more than one person there. Oh, yeah. They can kind of help, you know, jack yeah, your memory. Sure. But, yeah. So, okay. I mean, that now when, when it comes to being a cop mm-hmm. and a state trooper, mm-hmm. what are the, because I've, I've wondered about that. Would you, okay, a state trooper obviously is the high, I guess they're handling that. So they don't have to deal with any of that shit that you're dealing with, right? Would you say a state trooper, would that be something you would say, okay, I'm sort of nowadays that's still cool or, or, or. I didn't want to be a trooper from the beginning. Okay. So, but, a troop, uh, okay. And, and I mean, state, so state police, I mean, I respect the hell out of those guys. Yeah. They, uh, you know, like their main purpose is is the highways and the throughway okay that's what they're supposed to do right but they also have like their divisions they have you know bci and and, and crime labs and stuff like that so Didn't they know that they have narcotics they have undercovers so they're active yeah. they're doing their thing because they have state jurisdiction right 
Yeah. They're not just stuck here in Newburgh or, you know, in Rockland County. They can't go out and do whatever they want to do. They can pretty much roam. They have authority everywhere. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that job, I mean, that's always kind of been like the upper echelon of police work, but I never really... Like, to me, I always wanted to be in the ghetto. Right. You want to be in the thick of things, I always huh? wanted to be yeah, in the shit. Action, in the shit. You know what I mean? I never sure. really wanted to just sit in the car all day and just be like, 80. Yeah. 80. You know, I just didn't. You know what? I never thought about that. that I guess that's not the glamorous part. You're sitting there going, it's okay, not. 80, 90. Yeah, that, it's got to be yeah. boring. Yeah. No, people don't exactly like you. No. I'm <laughs> Under the best circumstances. <laughs> Even if you let them go, they're like, hey, hey son of a bitch. Right? Yeah. yeah. This dick yeah. let me go. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, but... Um, you know, but I mean, but everything has changed so much. It sure. really has like the whole dynamic. It's just not the same. It's, it's not a job that you can say to yourself, yeah, in 15 years, I want to be, you know, a sergeant or a lieutenant or something like that. People nowadays, like a lot of the guys that are getting on this job from what I've seen, they're just like, yep, I'm doing my time and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that's have it. you, because I, I do know, I have a, a couple of friends of mine, probably three or four friends who are cops in the city mm-hmm. and, you know. They've told me as well they're they're little they're a little apprehensive to do anything nowadays because of yep. the scrutiny behind it and and you know everybody's got a everybody's got a camera nowadays everybody's filming you nowadays oh yeah so it's just like you know anything that they do is going to be scrutinized and probably put on Facebook or Instagram and all Facebook that shit Live was a big one so do you think the internet I mean really crushed uh, a lot of what cops could do because it used to be prime to the internet. Well, yeah, you yeah, could probably sir. beat the shit. <laughs> you know, like, oh, what? sure, yeah, yeah, there would be. I mean, yeah. but that's, a, and that's another problem. Yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you guys now: the media is is the absolute devil. Oh, I, I'm going to say I, it. I don't care. The media is the devil. Listen, they have. They have certain things that they are good for. Okay, yeah, I sure. get it. The media is out there to keep us alert, but they have the ability to just control the masses. And if they yeah. want somebody on your shit on their shit list, it's going to happen. Oh, and yeah. it was cops for the longest time. I mean, you know, I'll tell you guys straight up. There's there was times when when things were popping off, and you're sitting there, and you're like, "What am I? What do you want me to do? Yeah. I can't do my job. So what do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah, you know, let them let let it burn, and and you know that's it, and we'll just make sure nobody else gets hurt. But what do you, what do you want me to do? I'm not gonna, you know, some guys are on the job, you know, 15, 17, 20 years are like, I'm gonna lose my pension, you know, because some seventeen year old kid doesn't like the way I spoke to him. Yeah, and people are gonna listen to him. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people now, they have a platform, and I don't know where it went wrong. I mean, even you know, I'm pretty sure I'm the same age, you know, as you guys, like yeah. growing up, like. There was ways, and you you know you learned how to do it, but you still respected everybody. I agree. I and agree. It's like now, it's like you know, all these yeah. perps out here, and all like these people, they just they want the attention, and they want all this self entitled respect, and they're giving it to them. Yeah, you know that's I mean? the shame. That's a shameful thing. But the, yeah. those same people want you to protect them. You know, and that's that's where it's it's like it's, yeah, you can't win. You know? Yeah, can't it's a win. lose lose. Yeah. You, know, you, you ever see that T shirt? Catch twenty two there. Next time you're in trouble, call a crackhead. Yeah, I like Ooh, that one. Ooh, I like that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah I like that one. And it kind of holds true. It's like, you don't want my help. Well, then when the shit's really hitting the fan. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, sorry bud. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. cops were really getting bashed during, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and all the riots that, that were going too. on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt bad for anybody in the profession because the yeah. squeeze was on, man. You got to be a diplomat now. It really was. No yeah, cripes. It really was. It's like, you really just can't do your job. And I mean, yeah. you can, but you have to do it in such a way. 
you know, where everybody's happy. And it's like, listen, man, you're breaking the law. Yeah. Like you're not doing like, you didn't like make a, an accident. You didn't do this. Like you're, you're, you're wrong. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to yeah. take your freedom. I, pre- I, I'm sorry if I'm going to hurt your feelings, but I got to do what I got to do. It's, you know? it's crazy. It really like is. I want, I'll see some of these Facebooks then they're like, okay. And even the person, the cops going up to, they're like, the, the person's going, okay, what's your name and badge number? You know, you're like, wait a second. And they have to show them, you know, <laughs> yeah. and they walk, they walk away scared. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck happened yeah. Yeah. in this country that we basically vilify cops now? Yeah. It's when it's just unbelievable that, you know, first of all, to be a cop to me, I mean, is part of the first responders and all that. I mean, these you, you go into this profession, you said it wasn't your first inclination to help people but at the end of the day that's what you're doing exactly and 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 for that for these people and you swear to serve and protect yeah right? serve I mean, and make protect. an oath yeah i think you do right as a, as a police yeah, you do you do officer you, you take your oath and you know i mean when when things got really bad i mean it went from you know do i serve and protect or do i swerve and neglect exactly right? <laughs> exactly what, what do i do so i got like, you there yeah and you got to kind of make that case the case still right but then in, in my you know in my uh, in my case like me personally i thought to myself you know listen this is my job I, I i have to do this sure you know i have to go help that guy even though i fucking hate him and i can't stand him and i'm gonna probably lock him up in a week yeah he needs my help today and that's what i gotta go do gotcha you know gotcha. so hmm. you know but then you know not everybody's like that but that's where, you know, one, you know, bad apple doesn't ruin the bushel. Yeah. Right. But that's not how people see it. Yeah. So like if I was a dick to somebody or if I was a real asshole, you know, all, all you cops are the same. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you can't win. And there just comes a point in time where you're like, man, I'm so tired. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. And you try to talk to your bosses or you try to talk to people and they're just like, you know, some of them are looking at it from the, you know, the more of the, you know, the political side and they're just like, yeah. you know, go talk to your, you know, your diplomat or whatever, or, you know, yeah. whoever your your uh, PBA rep. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So I was going to say, I mean, what are the bosses? I mean, the people who are sitting in the office, so they're like, uh, you know, when you're coming in going, hey, listen, the mayor's got my ass downtown. There's nothing I could do for you here, kid. Exactly. You get one of them, right? The mayor. Exactly. Yeah. The mayor. He's going to have my bed. He's right. been bed for breakfast. Exactly. I'll have your ass on this table. Yeah. 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 But oh, yeah. it's not like that, though, right? Like, you're, you're no. like, when you're like, hey, Sarge, I got a, I got a complaint. He's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I mean I'm going to a nice vegan so restaurant this afternoon. Oh, my kids. Or you can eat tofu. I got to leave. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the sergeants are really pretty cool. Those guys are down to earth because they were they were patrolmen or they were yeah. on the street not too long ago. So they pretty much don't forget where they come from. Yeah. Um, you know, in a smaller department, everyone's pretty much on the level. But, you know, you go to a place where there's like over like 200, 300 personnel or even a thousand like in the city. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, like that lieutenant's an asshole. He was cool like 10 days ago, but he's a dick now because yeah. he's a lieutenant or you know, oh, yeah. They, okay. they forget where they come from. So it's like you kind of, yeah. you kind of have to weigh all your chances before something happens. And you're like, is this something I can go to the sergeant with, you know, and be cool uh, with? Or is this going to go above my pay grade? So it's like, uh, but yeah. you, you deal with it. Yeah. You know, you know who you're going to deal with. And in my case, I went in there and I was a wise ass most of the time. And, you know, my dry sense of humor and always trying to, you know, get one on people. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I tried it a few times and it didn't sure. really end well, but. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you, I got to, you know, I got to, if, if you, if you, if you don't let loose or if you don't, you know, do whatever, you're, you're never going to make it out alive. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, which I almost didn't, but whatever. Well, that was going to ask, uh, did you ever have to draw your gun? And, 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 and well, I'm oh, sure I've you had, did I, multiple times, but was there ever an instance where you were like, okay, uh, I'm going to uh, say one more word and, and shit is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, that, that foot pursuit that I was just talking to you guys about earlier, um, you know, I saw the gun come up and I immediately drew out of my holster and I'm trying to run and I got this guy in my sights and my hand is on the trigger and I'm getting ready. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is going to fucking happen today. Right. And he never turned around. So he just kept going. And then as soon as he turned the corner, I hesitated and I did, you know, all my training and I, I you know, I sliced the pie that they call it. And I looked around and I didn't see him. And a, a taxi driver comes on two wheels from right. He's like, ah, oh, he's like, he went in there. He's like, jump in. I'll drive you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so now I'm jumping in this taxi. I'm standing that's up on his floorboard. So you would have civilians help you every now and again? Every now and again, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's nice to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially here. You know, you're like, you know, yeah. fuck humanity. You're like, hey, yeah. you're, you're pretty cool. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then, then we couldn't find him. He told me where he threw the gun, so we recovered the gun and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've drawn my weapon, you know, uh, more times than I've, that I've wanted to. Now, what is the protocol? Because I've always wondered this. What's the protocol? Because when are you allowed mm-hmm. to fire or not fire? Because you see a lot of people, they're like, well, you know what? You know, he wasn't, you weren't in mortal danger or some shit like that. But to me, you know, if you're in a situation like that and you got to think within a split second, yeah. you know, it's always hard. Anybody can, you know, quarterback that later on. But at the end of the day, when you're in that split second situation, I think always it should favor to you if, 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 if you have to make that choice, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it definitely should. And that takes us back to the whole, you know, media thing. If they want you to be a villain, you're going to be a villain. They're going to be, you're going to be a villain. Yeah, so, I, I mean, got you. I mean, I've been in situations where, you know. I Are mean, you allowed to fire a warning shot? You can't. You can't. It's frowned upon in most places. Mm. Kind of, sort of like a desk pop. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure. You can't, you can't, yeah. Warning sure, shots. but a warning shot seems like it would that's save a, a lot of lives. That's true. Uh, but or no, scare the shit out of a lot it, of people. It, it all depends. I mean, here in Newburgh, people would just be like, oh, it's another gunshot. You know, <laughs> I got you. Just wasting taxpaying you know, dollars on the lead. <laughs> or hit him in, you know, <laughs> exactly. hit him in the leg, give him a warning shot there. It's like, you can't do that. So, I mean, look, we have our guns and it's not just for show. Like, right. it is obviously to save a life in, in the face of just, you know, near mortal danger. Um, sure. And, I mean, pretty much if you're going to use your gun, um, you know, and you're going to use deadly physical force, I mean, you know, you, you better hope that when you go to court, you know, you, ha- you have a good reason that you did it. I mean, yeah. if you feel that your life is in danger or if anybody else around you and that, you know, right there in that, um, you know, that general vicinity yeah. is in, you know, danger, I mean, you can go ahead and use deadly physical force. Or if that person has a weapon, if they're coming at you with a knife, you know, with a gun, with a baseball bat, with anything that's going to threaten your life or somebody else's, then, you know, you're, you're uh, justified. As far as the book says, you're justified. As far as the book says, but then the media right. will fuck everything gotta, up. That's yeah. exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. The media fucks everything up. I, I, it really doesn't do. matter. Even that split second decision. Is, uh, well, you saw, it's not even a cop thing, but I, there was a whole thing in the city and I think it's ongoing. It was that, um, one guy was a subway car, and he put him in a chokehold, and then there was some film going on. I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, the civilian, the military guy, Some right? military guy, you know, yeah. he's never been in trouble. Yeah. But, um, you know, right or wrong, you know, this guy in the car, um, and then the media blew it up. Now, this guy's probably going to jail, you know. So, 
my point is the media can, um, you know, uh, obviously you probably sway the decision yeah, of a jury or two. Decision. But it's it's crazy that you could be Solid. twenty years, twenty years on the force. Yep. You put yourself in one certain circumstance. Gone. And that circumstance, you know, doesn't go in your favor. Like, you know, the whole chokehold thing with, um, mm -hmm. was it uh, Floyd? Uh, oh, George Floyd. George Floyd and whatnot. Yeah. And again, uh, you know, you can look at both sides of the equation and argue that, um, you know, for, for the next 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And it's just insane that as a cop and you can go 20 years through mm -hmm. and end up in jail, mm -hmm. your pension gone mm -hmm. and you've tried to do everything positive for right. 15, 20 years. And then one day it's all fucking gone. Right. Sure. So that scares the shit out of me. So even yeah. my, I think my son, uh, I got three boys and my oldest son, mm -hmm. um, had mentioned something about, uh, or we talked about that, the police force. And I was like, no, and <laughs> like, no, no fucking way. And it son. sucks because you know what? It should be something you're proud of him to go into. Fuck yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Like it's still that profession Absolutely. where you hold your head high. And the same thing with the military. You know, I mean, yeah. back, back then to go in the military, it's like, well, you know, you're in the, I mean, you'd see a military guy and I don't care who you were, you know, you give a little inch and just straighten it up when he, when he walks in the room. And it's like now, like, I feel like people have become so desensitized to what everybody in this world who's trying to do good yeah. is doing they're just like whatever you know we'll see the military though I, I the only thing i can say the military didn't have to fuck with the general public you know what i mean you right. guys have to cops right. i mean that's what you're there for but it's like we want to throw you out there to do your job yeah. but then we want to reel you back in and criticize you every fucking little dynamic that yeah. goes wrong or awry right. we hold your your feet under the fire which to me is bullshit yeah it's not enough respect for the for the job and don't absolutely it's really absolutely not. So I, i'll tell you I'm, i didn't mean to, uh, no go ahead I'll, I'll tell you a quick story so every year the military or the marine corps has their birthday yeah right so when pineapple larry's was open oh i remember right? that place. taking you back yeah so yeah when pineapple larry's was open um a whole bunch of marines came down and they were celebrating it was you know the marine corps birthday so um i was coming on for a midnight shift and the uh, watch commander actually told us, he said, yeah, all right, go out there. He goes, Pineapple Larry's is jumping tonight. It's the Marine Corps' birthday. Act accordingly. I'll see you guys at 7. It's all right, very good. So we go out there, and we see them all, and they're in their dress blues, and they look like they're having a good time. You know, they're all got their chests out, and dress they just got blues. done doing, you know, they're having push-up contests on the curb, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. You know, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, you know, happy birthday. You know, I respect you guys. You know, be careful. Oh, what are you kidding? I'm like, all right, bro, I'm just letting you know. Be careful. <laughs> Fast forward three hours later, I get a call for uh, Du Bois Street, right by the hospital, for a man down. So uh -huh. I go up there, and the very first thing I see is dress blues scattered in the street. Why? Uh. I find this poor kid half naked, and he's just in a coma, bleeding out of every hole in his face. <sighs> they beat the shit. Yeah, he must have ventured off. Oh, well, he we got beat up. Huh? And they beat the shit out of him. Uh, in dress fella. blues in dress blues and i went you've got to be fucking kidding so it wasn't far to get him to the hospital yeah you know st luke's is right there but you know you in retrospect you think about it and you're like like all right i get it he was probably drinking yeah. he's probably running his mouth but still it's like even as a civilian you just 
walk the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, yeah like, give I, the guy a break. I, give him a yeah, night. Right? Yeah. It's not yeah. like, hey, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Leave him alone. We're in the military on leave and we're all dressed yeah. normally. It's like, this dude was in his fucking dress blues. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like you put, you beat, I mean, he got his, I mean, somebody beat the shit out of him. He was tenderized like a steak. Yeah. Yeah. He make it? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, he, I mean, he was just. Well, he's a Marine, so oh, might have toughened true. him up. Uh, you know, in the middle, in the middle of all the uh, the chaos and the craziness of the job and the and the responsibility, is there anything uh, funny that ever happened to you during the course oh, of I mean, your career, bro? This, this job is it's like it's. I mean, if you're too serious, you'll you'll never get out, right? So yeah. the lighthearted times. I mean, there is more things that I mean we've busted out laughing and more like the lighter side of you know law yeah. enforcement than I mean you. I mean, it's definitely there. So I remember one particular story, right? We're all, you know, serious guys, and we're all, you know, looking around and, and you know, holding the position and whatnot with the whole persona. But uh, I'm scared to death of bees and snakes. Just keep them the fuck away from me. Mm. And I just don't like anything that has to do with, like, you know, like the macabre, like 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 funeral homes, haunted houses. I'm just like, I just don't want anything to, deal with, to do with uh-huh. it. You I know what I mean? You, if I get in a gunfight, you know, cool, we're going to do this. But I don't want to go into a fucking funeral home. I just yeah. don't want to do I don't like uh-huh. anything about them. So where I'm going with this. Creeps get, you out. Oh, so we get a uh, we get an, uh, a burglar alarm for this funeral home that was, you know, just maybe like two two minutes down the street on Grand Street. Mm-hmm. and uh, On the, Grand? Right at the end of Grand. I know that place. It's, uh, it's not a funeral home anymore. But it's it, not, but it was for a minute, right? right okay. Massive. Yep, 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 so, yep, yep. We get there and I'm thinking, oh, fuck, you know, I really, maybe there's more than three of us and I could kind of like, I got the perimeter guys, no problem. Uh, um, but no, I have to go inside and you go in and they all have that same like smell, that same smell. It's like, it smells like old carpet. It's just like dead flowers. And, yeah. yeah. You know, and you like, know what it is? That's body. embalming. That's that is embalming it, fluid. Like really? or something. <laughs> and then, you know, they have like the, the, the tray with like the uh, strawberry candies. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. They're always there yeah. and they are They're delicious. stuck together. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, one chunk. So, so, so we go in and I'm already like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I'm sweating. You know, like I'm sweating in places where, you know, sweat you shouldn't be. And <laughs> sure. I, I have my gun out at the low ready because that's what you're supposed to do when you're clearing a scene. You know, yeah. and I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, fuck, don't nobody be in here. Don't be in here. <laughs> don't be in here. And, and if you are in here, please be alive. Please be alive. Someone's <laughs> popping out of a coffin. <laughs> right. Shit. So there's a coffin room. There's a casket room. Uh. So I go in there real quick. I'm not checking those fucking caskets. <laughs> Somebody cleared them. It was cool. So now it starts to get like, all right, this is stupid. I just want to get out of here. And, uh, you know, I'm in a room and I turn around and there was one of those, uh, let's, it, I thought it was a person. So I have my gun. I immediately come up on target and I am dead set on starting to squeeze the trigger. So thank God I recognized it. Um, you know, like those, uh, like a seamstress type mannequin. Yeah. Yeah, Right. It's got like a body figure and it's like made out of like cloth and people stick pins and shit in all the time. So that's what it was. But it was silhouetted by the window in such a way where it looked like a a hulking person is just sitting there staring at me. And I knew it wasn't one of the cops because I was the only one in the room. Uh huh. And when I tell you that I literally jumped and I I damn near shit myself. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, so that was one where I walked out and everyone's like, we're good. We're good. Okay. I sit in the car and I immediately just start wiping my face with toilet paper and it's getting stuck to my face because that's how much I'm sweating. 
Sure. Now I look like a shitty shaver. <laughs> you know, and it's all over the place. I mean, oh my it's just, God, you know, dude. But your adrenaline is going, yeah. and you're like, I literally just shot, almost shot a mannequin. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's, it's like those moments that you can laugh about. Um, one of the guys in the city of Newburgh was notorious for, for taking naps on the midnight shift, right? Okay. So I won't give away the spot where we all used to go, but it was, it was up in the park somewhere. Okay. So uh, it was pouring rain out. They paper mache the shit out of his car using newspaper. So he was actually, <laughs> this guy was out long enough, but when he woke up, yep. it had ceased raining, <laughs> and the paper started to harden, so his car looked like a fucking, just a massive <laughs> ad of newspaper. Yeah. And he's sitting there <laughs> scraping this shit off of his windshield. Whoa. I mean, just like the little things like that. Another guy who, who liked to take naps, parks his car down at the waterfront when gullies was still there. Yeah, I remember And uh, he parks his car right, right on the shore, and it actually turned out to be one of the mini barges, and it wasn't secured to the land. So he knocks uh, out, and he wakes up, and he sees water. He sees the Beacon Bridge, and then he sees fucking Beacon, and then he sees Newburgh at least 500 yards away. Yeah, drifting. So, so That's <laughs> great. Though. You got to have a little banter amongst really the group, do. right? And amongst the fellas. Yeah. There's no way you're going like to call a, you know, you're not going to call a supervisor. So everyone gets on their phones or like ask uh, questions later, uh, you know, call uh, so-and-so down at, you know, uh, quality or whatever, get them down here. Uh, you got to get me the fuck out of the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they ended up getting them out. But I mean, you know, like little shit like that. You're like, somebody had to be watching out for me because I would have shit hit the fan and I can't get to you. Yeah. My car's about to sink. And the Hudson, how are you going to explain that? One? That's, that's true. I will so, tell you, I, I, I think that's good. I mean, you got to have, you got to, like Mike said, brotherhood, you know? Yeah. I will tell tight. you though. I yeah, will you gotta watch each other. Otherwise you all get fired. Yeah, pretty right? much. I mean, geez. Right I will tell that. you though, from OCC, when, uh, when, when cops used to come into OCC, mm-hmm. they're always respectful. But those guys, and maybe it was a lot of it to do with what, you know, a lot of what you're saying, the stress, those guys could drink. They would pound them back. They would, yeah. they would, they, they would go out and they, they would let loose a little bit, you know what I mean? Always respectful. But I mean, I think that's a, you know, you work hard, you play hard kind of a thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, most of us, you know, it all depended on, you know, what stage you're at in your career. But yeah. I mean, you know, we just, we didn't know how to. Had to let our feet off the, the gas. Like you went a hundred percent, no matter what you did. Gotcha. Like you said you work hard, play hard, uh, and that's that's another reason on why you know most of our lives are you know unfortunately cut short. You know, I mean, I my one sergeant I worked with here downtown. I mean, the poor guy died, and his his you know his first retirement check was in the mailbox. Really, that yeah. sucks. Never got. I mean, it's just it's like horrible. what happened? What do you have? Just uh, uh, he was he was a heavy hitter. Yeah. So I mean, I think it just caught up to him, and you yeah. know, one thing led to another. But I mean, great guy. And how old? Um, I think he was in his late fifties. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like you know, you know, death doesn't give a shit who you are. No, it's true. That's it. it's oh, true. Yeah. But uh, I actually myself, I had a, a pretty close call. Um, 2018. Um, you know, I'm in the gym. I'm going crazy at the time. I was going to the gym six days a week, twice a day. You know, doing CrossFit competitions. You know, literally burning the candle at both ends. And I mean, I was in the greatest shape of my life. That's what I was gonna say. Go ahead. And cranking it. Uh, yeah, yeah, really, man, going nuts. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm in the gym, and and there was uh, one kid there. He was like 18 years old, and he had placed second in the in the CrossFit Games, like in California. So he comes to the gym, and I'm thinking, I'm going to show this kid how to swing. You know, one of the old dogs. I'm going to show you how it's done. Yeah, and we do a workout. <clears throat> as soon as I'm finished, I start getting a you know a pain on the left side of my chest. I didn't think anything of it, and then my arm goes numb, and I start to you know sweat a little bit, and I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding there's no way this is happening to me right now 
this is not, not to me, this is not happening. Mm -hmm. So I got in the car, uh, I drove myself to the hospital, which was the wrong hospital, because uh, it was no longer, Cornwall Hospital was no longer open. Right. Yeah. Oh, so boy. it was a cardiac rehab facility. So I'm sitting there telling the girl what's going on, and I'm thinking to myself, this is my legacy. I'm going to fucking die right here. So wait a minute. I mean, uh, let's hospital. go back into this. So, I mean, what, was it, there was, this couldn't have been some kind of, was it a massive pain? Was it just like a slight irritation? Was it like, you know what? Because, you know, you, you hear about those people, and, the, and then they go to the doctor, and like, well, you just had a... You had a minor minor heart attack. Minor heart attack. Yeah, okay. And, uh, but, you had know. about six of them last night. Yeah, yeah. some shit oh. like that. But I mean, so I mean, what what was it just? No, it was uh, like a, just a normal like an ache. Like if you, that's it, just like an ache. Like if you get like a Charlie horse or something, you're just like, man, it doesn't. It was right here. Wow. And I'm like, and I had done push ups in the workout. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I tore something. Maybe I, I'm dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. You know, so, yeah. You know, I was doing exactly that, trying to work out the kink. And I'm like, all right. So I took a shower at the gym, tried to feel, you know, maybe I'd feel a little bit better. Yeah. I got out, same thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I thought to myself, maybe I'll go to the, to the commons and walk around, you know, try to get some fresh air. And then by the time I got in my car, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I was like, oh, really? I was like, I'm that not, bad. I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm not waiting. So I drove myself to, to the one place and, uh, they called me a, an ambulance from there. And, uh, so you made the right move. Yeah. You know, so I, mean. I, I got in there. And, uh, you know, um, the guy takes all my vitals and he gives me a, a, a pill to chew. I get a nitro. Was it a, gl a glycerin? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And, um, he runs a EKG. He's like, I got to run this again. I'm like, okay. And he recognized me. He's like, oh, I remember you. you used to work right here. Right. In Newburgh. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, uh, so when was the last time you used cocaine? And I'm like, <laughs> You just recognize me from where I work. I was like, you just <laughs> sold me something. So, exactly. so me being me, I said, uh, what day is it? You know, just, yeah, just no. totally fucking with this guy. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't use that. He's like, all right. He's like, well, all right, man. He gets on the phone to the hospital and I hear him call it in. He's like, I have a 40 year old male. He's displaying this, 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 and this. It sounds like he's given some kind of, you know, code or whatever. And he's like, all right, man. He's like, I don't want to scare you, but it looks like you're having a heart attack. And I'm like, what? Dude, yeah. my stomach just went Ooh, yeah. I mean, my bottom dropped out from below. I mean, here I am, a guy who's never had to take a, a medication in his life, in the greatest shape of his life, and I felt legitimately, I mean, you know, bulletproof. Now, wait a minute. Your stomach, well, you know, from when he told you or what? From when he told oh, me. Okay. And I okay. just went, you have got to be kidding. And then I just, I just lost all control of my emotions. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way this is happening. So yeah. they, they bring me into St. Luke's and... I was lucky enough where the whole cardiac team was already there. So they pull me in and there's, you know, 15 white coats with their, you know, charts looking at me. They, Running you know, scans and whatnot. Rip all my stuff off, start sticking tubes and everything in me. And um, my uh, wife actually works in Westchester. Uh -huh. So by the time she got wind of this, um, she said, bring him here. And they said, he doesn't have time to make it there. We got to take him to the ER or the OR right now. You went to the OR. Yeah. So Holy they, shit! They brought me up there and cut you open. Yeah. Within like thirty minutes, he Jeez. told me he said you had a hundred percent occlusion on the right side of your heart. It was completely blocked. Really? So the only thing that was working was my left side. So, wow. Jeez. Yeah. So let me ask you something: Is that did they find out? Is that more? Because I always heard like it could be a lot. It could be genetic. Because I have a friend of mine who... Uh, yeah, diet or, yeah. or genes, it, right? Because, like you said, you were in such great shape or some shit like that. I mean, because, you, I mean, you look very, you know, physically fit. Is it, it, it... 
Did they give you any indication how that, uh, you know, where, where it came to? Because you're in the gym, you're doing all that kind of shit. I mean. So not immediately. Um, they ran. I mean, I had more tests done than, I mean, than you mm-hmm. can, you know, shake a mm-hmm. stick at. Yeah. And I mean, every time I looked up, I had a different specialist coming in to take a look. I was, they said I was about an hour away from being put on dialysis because my kidneys had taken such a hit. Because I, I guess apparently when you have a heart attack, every organ in your body just, is just obliterated. Not. Yeah. So, wow. okay. um, so yeah, so that, but I mean, as far as, you know, genetics go, I mean, they, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, they attributed what happened to me to the job. Stress. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I have no family history. Yeah, no history. I have oh, no, no, like, okay. you know, my cholesterol's not at like 900. I didn't have any heart disease. I had no warning, nothing. Wow. So, yeah. This was in 2018. 2018. Yeah, I was 40. Stress so, in general is a mother. <clears throat> yeah, stress in general that, sucks. That but job's I mean, a mother. I mean, the thing mother about. Mother of a mother. Yeah, the thing about law enforcement, I mean, it depends on where you work. Um, you know, I mean, your adrenaline is sky high, and then you have a dump, and then it's sky high, and then you have a dump. So it's like your heart is going from a thousand miles an hour to nothing. Yeah, and gotcha. It's, uh, and they say it takes it's quite a bit on the uh, on the engine. Interesting. Right? That's yeah. crazy. So, so is it true about the left hand? It's the left side, right? Left side. Uh, left so side. What, was it really? Did it feel like you're numb to the point where like you couldn't even move your fucking arm kind of a thing or just like a tingling no, it, it thing, was you know? it was kind of like if you like if you make a fist right uh-huh. you can you can feel it right right right, you, you right, can, right and it's kind of like oh it's getting sore like you can feel it so Why? I, I was uh-huh. making fists like this and i just couldn't feel it and i'm going this is just not mm, it's not happening, happening. You know? um so this was so my chest my chest pain was immediate right this being sore um, it didn't feel like a hundred pound or a 500 pound elephant was whatever. That's what you always hear. You know what I mean? Didn't necessarily feel like that. Yeah, it was okay. just more of like a pain. Right. And then, um, you know, in the shower, I didn't have any like profuse sweating. I kind of stopped sweating. Um, I was breathing just fine. It was just that I felt nauseous and, um, just the numbness on my wow. left hand. How long were you in? How long and, did you, uh, uh, I think it was four days. Okay. I was in ICU for two days. Um, and I had two stents placed to keep my artery, my uh, yeah, artery open. Sure. Excuse me. Um, but I couldn't get out of ICU immediately because they had said uh, my heart was kind of trying to reject them. So oh, okay. They had to keep giving me medicine and more medicine. And they said, listen, they're like, if we give you any more medicine, like, you know, you're going to need a pacemaker. And I'm thinking to myself, this is just, this like, is, what? Like, what I'm just getting here? shit yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah. go outside. Is it raining? No, it's shitting. And I'm, I have no umbrella. So <laughs> it's like, ugh. Um, so, yeah, but everything turned out to be okay, and I went home and, you know, got the, the blandest diet known to man, and, you know, it's like, you're going to finish your bread? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. all I'm eating. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cauliflower. Well, see, God bless right? you, though. I mean, listen, I mean, and, and that's, <laughs> that's my yeah. point. You know, you go in, you go in to be a cop to, to, to help uh, and, 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 and serve, right? and you do everything you do, and then it impacts you in that dynamic yeah. Yeah. and then you got the shitty media who <laughs> you know who fucking and, and they don't care yeah you know, paul's just, on top yeah, yeah so like, they don't care if you're dead they're looking for a story yeah, yeah. yeah. expense cool we're gonna run with it yeah you if know? you help their statistics yeah or something yep. so something the takeaway i mean <clears throat> being a cop nowadays is 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 so stressful and and i mean we support and OCC, even even Mike's father has always been a, a big military first responder. Um, you guys are always doing stuff. Always. Big supporters. Yeah. Always. Firebike was legit. 
Yeah, of the uh, branches of the military as well as uh, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I, I was actually know. I was just watching like uh, I don't know how I, I I ended up getting to it. I think I was watching like bike videos or whatever because I I bought a Harley uh, two years ago, so I was watching and one of the episodes popped up and right. You know, I saw the the, the bikes and I'm like, holy shit, that takes me back. So it was pretty cool to see that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Nah, yeah. but yeah, that's just crazy that you had to go through that, and, and I'm, yeah. I'm very happy that you're okay, man. And, I appreciate and, it, and, and and you know, pulling forward with that. Yeah, and I'm on six medications for the rest of my life, but you know what? It beats the alternative uh, by no. any means. Damn, really? By any means? Yeah, you know, um, and it's crazy because it, wow. it 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 just you just never know. Any, I've seen guys, and I have had friends, and I'm sure you have, Mike, who probably have. Um, from a um, uh, taking substances that should have been dead a long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. And it's just, um, it's weird how your body, there's no rhyme or reason. Ultimately, it's going to hit you. It is. But then you got, you know, you got like uh, the Rolling Stones <laughs> and you got everybody I was, who's like, I was just yeah, defy say, gravity. You know, you got I, these people think, who defy yeah. gravity. Shit. Like Mick Jagger actually died in 1998. But I think <laughs> you those know guys I mean? keep like organ donors like on, <laughs> I don't know you know, what they do. On, on the tour bus. Look at Keith Richards. You know, at He's least like, three each are <laughs> trading blood out from 21 year olds exactly. and shit, you know? Well, that's what they say. Ow. Keith Richards had some Ow. kind of fucking blood and uh, he would have a blood transfusion. And that, shit. I, I would too if I were him. <laughs> yeah, he's got to need that. Those guys aren't still playing right now. <laughs> and, and, and that guy's blood type is formaldehyde. Partying like Lemmy. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, without fresh blood every day. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You yeah. wonder if these guys are actually still alive or it's a fucking pop-up like the illusions nowadays. I mean, <laughs> it's just from what they yeah. do, it's just insane. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Jimmy Page lives on devil worship. That, well, they, he doesn't yeah. even have his kidneys like filtered or anything like that, you know. And I'm just... <laughs> I shouldn't say that. No. But I think he is a devil worshiper. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I don't think he does. Listen, if, yeah. if Jimmy Page reaches out to you, then I want yeah, yeah. to know. Yeah, you're doing okay. Oh, man. Okay. What, what? That's so great. Crazy. I, didn't, I got off track Shit. there. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. But, um, you know, thanks. I mean, where are we at, Ben? We're at time. Um, we're at time. Number one, thanks, you know, just yeah, for sharing a little bit about sure. what you do. Um I know Mike and I appreciate. Yeah, and I found it really interesting as opposed to like, you know, all people, most people know about police or watching cop series or their own personal interactions, which are pretty few, far and in between for the most part. It was really nice to get the real scoop. I do want to know one thing. Uh, And they always tell me, I mean, because in Newburgh, I had a friend of mine who was a cop. He goes, you know what? Because you see people getting pulled over all over the fucking time, you know, when they're out and because of the waterfront. They're like, you know what? Usually in the waterfront, up until 9 p.m., we don't pull people over or some shit like that. Or what's what's the skinny there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you're definitely going to hook yourself a D-Wee one out of two or three if you get them after nine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of like from the waterfront. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. But, I mean, there's no, like, real... Rhyme or reason? Like, thing. Like, uh, a quota, so to speak. Or there's, oh, like, okay. there's not, like, a... You know, you can't think to yourself, I know exactly what he's doing there. This guy's going to get me here. I mean, listen, I go down the highway now, and if I'm doing like 20 over and I see a trooper or somebody, I'm like, wait a second. I'm not going to be so hesitant to slam on the brakes because he's probably fucking texting his girlfriend or playing, <laughs> or, he, or he's playing Candy Crush. He's not, he's not looking I at me. You. So, I mean, like, but, I'm, I'm really, you know, happy that I was able to come on here and talk to you guys. I mean, my goal was to kind of try to, like, 
humanize the job a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm just a regular dude and I got some crazy fucking stories to tell mm-hmm. you. And I mean, to sit here and, and you could see how it kind of affected my life, yeah. you know, and how it shaped the rest of my life. I mean, sure. you know, it's just, it's, it's fun to talk about. Cause I mean, if you keep this shit bottled up, you know, I mean, it's it going yeah. to eat you. Sure. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. We really yeah. do. Yeah, thanks and, uh, for being on. Any time. Yeah. I mean, I have the time now, so. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm sure we'll come up with a million more questions. We'll have you on again. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Absolutely. I, like I said, I got more stories than I could forget, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks so, for yeah, coming so, on, man. Yeah, appreciate thank, thank that. You. Thanks. That cool. Mike, you want to send us out? Oh, uh, hey, everybody. It's time again for the... No. What do I say again at the end? <laughs> Good night. Oh, goodbye, everybody. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> Everybody, you can reach us at the uh, on all platforms: uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify. What else, Ben? Apple Music, Instagram, Instagram. Um, the whole nine. And um, we uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys again. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And another thing, we'll be um, putting up these uh, uh, the challenge coins uh, for sale shortly, Ben soon as you figure that shit out and we'll see you soon thanks guys